You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, cheerful, cherry-cheeked cherubs checking for chestnuts to chew on. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 234, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your original organisms orchestrating and organizing ornaments to orate unorthodoxly. <laughs> I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. It's our season finale. Woo! We made it. We did it again. Yeah. We did it again. Thanks to all of you who have participated in my Wordle logic challenge this season. I made three Wordle logic puzzles or, or logic puzzles inspired by Wordle. And it was in, in a couple of the past episodes. And if you want to play along or revisit or, uh, you know, check them out, you can go to goodjobbrain.com and you'll see like a scrolling Wordle thing and you can click on it. Congratulations to all who have uh, completed the challenge, feel free to tweet at us or post on our Facebook fan group about how you went about solving those puzzles. Um, I've mm. been kind of contacting the people who have been tweeting about it, be like, oh, how did you solve it? Just out of curiosity. So check that out uh, on our site. And we are going to do something very different for today's episode. Uh, so throughout the history of Good Job Brain, We've only had three unaired episodes. <laughs> I'm gonna test you guys. I remember one was the uh, was the Quentin Tarantino episode, which was a it was a Kickstarter backer request, right? Yes. Yeah. It was a little hyper focused. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the format and our, our quizzes it was just it just didn't really work that well. So um, we actually reconfigured that episode. That was very early on. Mm -hmm. um, one episode was completely your, lost. There was one where you're, like, oh, your laptop right. got stolen, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, looking at the titles of our episodes, there's there's one that's missing from the numbers. Because <laughs> <laughs> we might find it again. And we yeah. might be able Who to knows? put it back. Yeah, it'll yeah. surface yeah. on the dark web somewhere. And there is one episode we simply forgot that we had recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through my external hard drive and, and I, I was like, what is this? Oh, we already recorded <laughs> one episode back in uh, 2018. And this is for all quiz, I believe 205. We, we just forgot that we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. Very special today. We're going <laughs> to air that episode from the vault. <laughs> As you listen through today's episode. Before before you start composing your um actually uh, emails, tweets, uh, Facebook posts, listen all the way to the end. We'll play the, the original unaired episode and then we'll uh, reconvene after that episode to review and to reminisce and to talk about uh, maybe some corrections. I think there are many of them. As you listen through the episode, see if you can find all the outdated references. <laughs> so it's like a scavenger hunt. I like it. I like it. Well, before we dive into the vault, like uh, Scrooge McDuck style here, uh, <laughs> before we dive into the vault for the back episode, I have been called to the carpet once again for an installment of our... Uh, errors, corrections, omissions segment that we affectionately call. Um, actually. 
So on our circles episode, going in circles, I was talking uh, very excitedly about Rouleau polygons. Yeah. And this was in the context of the manhole uh, dad trivia discussion. Uh, so I was mentioning that the concept of a curve of constant width, a shape that no matter how you rotate it, uh, is always have the same width across. And in addition to a circle, there are the family of Rouleau polygons. And I talked about two in particular, uh, and I got these right, of course. Uh, these are the, the prototypical, the Rouleau triangle, which is a triangle, equilateral triangle. They're like inflated. And, yeah, balloon style triangle. Yeah. Balloon, mm-hmm. yeah, balloon triangle. And the the uh, 11 gon, the Rouleau 11 gon, hendecagon shape used on the Canadian $1 coin. So those two, uh, in addition to being good examples of Rouleau polygons, are importantly, those are odd sided polygons. Mm. And in my excitement, by definition, a Rouleau polygon must have an odd number of sides. Which All makes fine. sense, actually. It does make sense. It yeah. really does. It re- yeah. You know, it does make sense. Uh, as Chris noted, as you rotate it, one side is kind of curved. It's opposite the point. So so any any talk of a Rouleau hexagon, just abject foolishness on my part. So please mm-hmm. uh, ignore that. You're too hard on yourself. We're, I think we're all too <laughs> excited. Thanks to David on our Good Job Brain Low Trotters fan group who pointed this out. Absolutely. Uh, and a bunch of other people who piled who piled on. This brings us to our episode, which we're going to play from the vault. And so let's travel back in time to 2018. Yeah, when we actually recorded this episode at Colin's house in person, all together. Let's travel back in time. <laughs> Hello, meritorious merrymakers and merpeople. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 205, and of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your medley of meddlesome medalists who meditate about medusoids. Oh, I'm Colin. I'm Dana. I'm Chris. Let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz. Hot shot. And here I have a random Trivial Pursuit card. Not that random because it was the leftover card from last episode. Yes. Um, But both cards were randomly chosen from the box. This is from Trivial Pursuit Genus 4. Ah, yes. I took a quick glance. I think some things might have changed since then. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, we'll we'll see. (laughs) Okay, all right. All right, you guys have your buzzers ready. Listeners have your mental buzzers ready. Here we go. Blue Wedge for People and Places. What's the only country in Southeast Asia to never be ruled by a European nation? I've talked about this before in a segment. Yeah, this should, we should know that the only country to never be ruled by... segment was about food. Hmm. Southeast Asia. I'm not going to so venture probably a guess not on this. Vietnam. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, Vietnam, there. France, and I believe uh, uh, it's not... I don't think it's Thailand. It's not Singapore because they had... Yeah, British. That's British. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, a... We're all overthinking it. Uh, you actually said it. The answer is Thailand. Thailand. Okay. Thailand. Yeah. This is where Pad Thai came from. Oh, I mean, yeah. Pad Thai was a big part of invention to kind of strengthen the nationalistic. Oh, like, right. You know, I remember you were saying it was like an people. it was like an ad hoc national yeah, dish, because right? Because it was like, hey, we stood. You know, we've never been you know settled or colonized by European nations. That's that's we definitely made some delicious noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like let's have our own like our own identity. Uh, pink wedge for arts and entertainment. Here we go. 
What spineless cartoon superhero fights evil with the help of Snot and Peter Puppy? Chris. Spine is it Plastic Man? No. no. Spineless cartoon superhero fights evil with the help of Snot. Snot. It's, it's and must... Peter Puppy. Oh, no. Oh, it... Like, is it Earthworm Jim? Correct. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh wow. Earthworm Jim. I was Jim. like, who's spineless? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like jellyfish. Yeah. Wow. It's like SpongeBob, I mean, he's but a, he's, he's not a, a superhero. Yeah, yeah. video right. game character SpongeBob originally, yeah. so I wouldn't think of him as yeah, a game character. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that was my clue. A was cartoon. Like, uh, we might know more of a game character. Wow. All right, Yellow Edge for history. What 1992 event has been called the costliest natural disaster in U.S. history? 92. Ooh. Colin. 92. Well, na- uh, no, I was going to say the Exxon Valdez, but that's not natural. So, Hurricane Andrew. Correct. Hurricane oh. Andrew. That's probably different now. I think it's different. Yeah. Now. Katrina yeah. has Katrina got to was, have yeah. exceeded. Katrina has exceeded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. was probably pretty bad. You're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Wedge for Science and Nature. How many nostrils... <laughs> I, I like this question already. Yeah, yeah. I like it already. I'm sorry. Grace, an elephant's trunk. How many nostrils grace an elephant's trunk? Dana. Two? It is two. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I was like, wait, they don't usually do trick questions. I think but... most people think it's one tube. Oh, I see. Okay, two. that's the trick. In right. my head, okay. I have Dumbo. Got it. And so he has two little yeah. notes. Yeah, it's, like not a, it's not a hose. I was yeah. like, is there a secret third? But I was <laughs> Right. Green Wedge. Kind of the ground. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ground nostril. nostril. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you see this in your newer elephants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of these elephants are pre-code. They're not going to have that third nostril. Yeah. Be careful what you plug in there. <laughs> Uh, green wedge for sports and leisure. What did Chris Sabo shower the field with when his bat broke in a July 31st, 1996 game? Chris. I'm going to say sawdust. Incorrect. What? Uh, well, this was one of the loaded bat explosions. Yeah. I believe his was the little super balls, right? It was like little rubber balls. It wasn't corked or was it a cork bat? It says cork. It was oh, cork. Okay. okay. I don't all understand right. this question at all. Can someone so, explain well, it? Well, Colin can explain it better than me. But so yeah. there there are, first of all, I would say this is a hotly debated issue whether this is good science or bad science. Okay. But, but either way. There is a longstanding tradition among some ballplayers who believe that if you hollow out your baseball bat, which again, in, in major leagues, by regulation, it must be solid wood. Those, those are the rules. Solid wood bat. Mm-hmm. So they believe that if you hollow out the bat and replace it with a less dense or springier substance, that you will improve your uh, chances of hitting big shots because depending on your reasoning, it's it's, lighter to it's, swing. It, it's either or both that it's a lighter, faster swing so you can increase your velocity. But of course, the scientists will point out, well, you're dropping mass, yeah. which means you're not imparting as much energy yeah. um, or you're replacing it with something that's springier like cork or rubber balls. So you're increasing the coefficient of restitution, which again, some of the science is not so clear on that. Sammy, Sammy Sosa was famously caught for this as well. Like he had a shattered bat and then the ump is like, wait, let me take a look at that. Cause you can see bits of cork in the middle of the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, do the shattered bats incidents happen more because yes. they're hollow bats? Yes, they do. That's yeah. kind of dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's super dumb because you're going to get in so yeah. much trouble if you get caught. Okay. All right. Last question. Wild card. Orange wedge. 
What did Willie Sutton claim he never said when asked, quote, why do you rob banks? Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, why do you why rob, do you rob banks? banks? What is the answer? I believe that the quote is some variation of because that's where they keep the money. Because that's where the money is. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't say it. He denied it. saying, he said he denied saying, saying it. it. All right. Good job, brains. Guess what, everyone? It's episode 205. Every fifth episode, uh, we don't have a overarching topic or a theme. Uh, it's an all quiz. So all of us have created quizzes and puzzles to challenge each other and also trying to stump you guys, listeners. So today is our all quiz number 41. All right. Well, I will start us off. I think I have a first for our show. Certainly a first for me, which is I think I may have put together the first combination sports and non-sports quiz. You can approach it from both angles and hopefully still have a good time. Wow. Okay. All right. We'll see how this plays out. So please, please have a good attitude. Bear with me. I think this will be fun. (laughs) I think this will be fun. I don't know what's going to happen. All right. But but let's let's. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of backstory here. So uh, as you guys know, I am a big basketball fan. I watch a lot of NBA. Uh, This is the fourth year in a row. It is the Golden State Warriors playing against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, This is the first time that's ever happened in the. In the North American pro sports of wow. the same two oh. teams meeting four years in a row for the championship. Huh. So have that, you know, on your trivia radar because that could easily pop up. Oh. Um, this year in the NBA, there was a uh, innovation, if you will, a debut, a marketing innovation uh, on the jerseys. This year, for the first time, uh, again, in any of the four major North American pro sports leagues, there are ads or logos, at least, on the jerseys. On the players' jerseys, there are corporate logos. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the Nike logo, because they make the jersey. I'm talking about international style. If you watch, like, English Premier League, we'll have a giant airline logo. Exactly. Emirates is a very famous one. The NBA, they they, they started floating this idea a few years ago, I think just to kind of gauge people's reaction. And what's a little bit of a different wrinkle on it is that the teams themselves are allowed to negotiate these sponsorships, which, you know, which makes sense it's not there the it's the, not the league exactly mm. which is which is a little bit of an interesting uh twist on it so the league said yes we will allow this it, there are limitations it's like a Size. two and a half by two and a half inch bounding area it's in the same spot on the jersey uh but within those you know limitations huh. the team can go out and get their own deals like a lot of sports stuff most of these sponsors are hometown sponsors right it makes sense it's like it's your local team you get it in front uh. of the people there over half of the teams in the nba have decided to go ahead and do this and sign big deals, a lot of money for the team. So I put together a quiz for you guys. I'm going to tell you who the corporate sponsor is. And I want you guys to tell me all I'm really looking for is the city here. Okay. So, so this is pretend it's a non-sports quiz. Like we've had these at Pub Quiz. It's match the corporation to their ho- headquarters hometown. Yeah. All of these companies, well, virtually all of them are household names. Uh, we'll start off with an easy one here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you the uh, the question. You write down city and uh, a team name. Disney is the uniform logo sponsor for this sunny city and their team. Oh, this is. 
NBA? NBA. Oh, sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Let's take a minute here. Let's just, yeah, these are NBA, basketball, ball goes in the hoop. That's the one. (laughs) Disney. Who would Disney sponsor? All right. Answer's up. Uh, Dana says Orlando Magic. Chris says Orlando Magic. Oh, I see where you're going. Karen says Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is, in fact, the Orlando Magic. Yeah, that makes yeah. more sense. Sorry. It is the... I, put, I was like, oh, Los Angeles Angels. And I was like, wait, that's the wrong sport. Calling the team the Magic was, in part, a deliberate nod to yeah. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. 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 yeah, They almost called it the Heat. They, there were actually four names. Yeah, they narrowed the it down. It was uh, the Heat, the Magic, the Tropics, or the Juice. And then, of course, they ended up using Heat for Miami. For Miami, that's right, for the mm. other Florida team. The Harley Davidson Motorcycle Company logo adorns the jerseys of this Midwestern city's team. Harley Davidson, where are they based? Where is Harley Davidson? The city gets a little cold in the winters. They have a proud... uh, Uh, Okay, no hints. Doesn't matter if the teams are, like, high-performing or not. You know, it it does mostly local. It it, it really doesn't. There's one basketball team, you know, in town. In terms of, you know, major corporation marketing dollars, it's actually rather affordable for the contracts that they're Hmm. signing. Okay. Uh, all right. Answers up. Let's take some guess here. All right. Uh, Karen says Chicago Bulls. Good hmm. guess. It's not correct. Oh. Uh, Chris <laughs> says uh, the Aspen Extreme. I like it. That's I like it. Name. That's a good wrong answer. <laughs> uh, Dana said the Cleveland Cavaliers. A good answer. Not correct. No. It is Ugh. Milwaukee. Is oh. the proud home of the Harley Davidson okay. motorcycle company. The Milwaukee. The Bucks. All right. The Goodyear Tire Corporation. Wow, I have no idea where they are. Their iconic Wingfoot logo uh, can be found on the NBA jerseys of this team or city, depending on how you want to answer. Goodyear, the Goodyear Rubber and Tire Company. Tires are very strongly associated with this city and this region. <laughs> if you know anything about rubber or the tire industries. Hmm. I don't know. The team's name may have come up already. Goodyear Tires. All right, answers up. They are headquartered in and they sponsor... Dana smartly has written, again, Cleveland Cavaliers. (laughs) Correct. Yes. Uh, Chris has written... Uh, the Detroit Devils <laughs> and Karen has it gone again with Chicago Bulls. I like the doubling of the answers. Oh, well, uh, you said it was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. It is the Cavs. General Electric is the uniform sponsor for this Eastern City's team, where they only just recently moved their headquarters. Eastern City, okay. General Electric. I would venture to say, well known even by non-basketball people. <gasps> All right, answers up. Chris says the Philadelphia Basketballers. That's well known. They're a good yeah. team. They're good. <laughs> they're they're going to surprise a lot of people this year. Karen Dana have both written New York Knicks. Up until a few years ago, that would be the right uh, city oh, at Nets. least. They have moved their headquarters to Boston. They sponsor the Boston oh, really? Celtics yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although they still maintain major offices in yeah, New York. York. Right. It's from 30 Rock. Yes. Yep. For yes. Yep. Yeah. It just in the last couple years have they moved uh, to Boston. Close it out here with a couple food-related ones. Zatarans Foods is no doubt proud to see their logo on the jerseys of this team in a city renowned for its great food. 
Zatarans Foods. What city? What city's team do they sponsor? And if you'd like to take a guess at the name of the team that plays there. <laughs> yeah, or if you'd like, like to make something up. Okay. Answers up. Karen has Ooh. both parts correct. Is the She wrote NOLA, which cool people call New Orleans. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. Mm. Uh, Chris has written New Orleans. <laughs> the New Orleans Popeyes, which I, I like the food theme Thank there. You. Yeah, oh, bring yeah. it in. And, uh, and Dana. Oh, that's the best answer. The New Orleans Funeral Parades. That's <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, so Zatarain's Foods. Uh, I mean, it is very well known in New Orleans. Zatarain. Yeah, they are a legitimate New Orleans um, company. Yeah, Yeah. no, they were founded in New Orleans in uh, 1886 by Emile Zatoran. The family no longer owns the business. It's owned by McCormick, the spice company. So it's, you know, it's in in good hands. Yeah. 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 All right. Last one. Last one. Closing it out here. Blue Diamond Almonds. Blue Diamond Mm. Almonds entered a Jersey sponsorship agreement. With this Western team, what do you know about almonds? What do you guys? I mean, what do you know about almonds? Blue They're diamond, from California. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay, uh, answers up. Both Dana and Karen have correctly written the Sacramento Kings. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Blue Diamond Growers. Uh, they are founded and based out in Sacramento. Agri- agriculture. Agriculture. The yeah, California sure. heartland there. Chris, what was your answer? Oh, no, uh, the, the LA Lakers. The LA Lakers, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not all teams got a sponsor, right? It's up to the team if they want to mm-hmm. chase a sponsorship. Virtually, if you're in a major market team, you went out and got that money. Yeah. So the Warriors, being the reigning NBA champions, uh, and being in a huge media market area, they had the the biggest contract. So they signed a twenty million dollar a year contract with uh, an international company. They're one of the teams that did not. Maybe surprisingly, you'd huh. think, oh my god, there's the so Google. much. Google, yeah. but but you know what? There's so much money in the Bay Area. Like, does Apple or Google or Facebook need to sponsor a team? You know, just probably be a not. Thing. Yeah, uh, it is uh, Rakuten actually, oh, the Japanese oh, yeah. e-commerce yes. company. There are some out-of-city sponsors, like Fitbit sponsors oh. the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, the Knicks are sponsored by Squarespace, of all things. Oh, well, they're in New York. <laughs> our our web host, yeah. yeah. Uh, StubHub sponsors the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're um, based here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's just who's who's available and on TV a and lot. the right, right. price. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so with the final tallies, I'm scoring in, uh, again, whose line is anyway style. I'm going to give a thousand points to everybody. You guys oh, all win. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Aww. Dana has best fake answer, though, with the New Orleans funeral parade. That's very good. Thank yeah, you. that's, yeah. That would be a good team. That would be a good team. I would go see them. <laughs> New Orleans funeral. <laughs> They'd open up the audience to like more emo people. Oh, the Funies. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you go yeah, to the yeah. Funies game? The yeah. Funies. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. All right, my turn, you guys. And I was originally going to do another round of international covers. Oh. Where I play a cover, <laughs> a, famous, a famous song that's sung in English and then it's being covered by another artist in a different language mm. um i've exhausted a lot of the good ones in i am, my a, I am last amazed at the ones that you find they're good yeah they're good. They, um, i have to say so here's a little twist i'm doing it the other way i have found oh, sure english speaking pop stars and singers singing in a different language okay, okay. okay. all right yeah yep, yep. so your 
challenge is to identify who is singing and what language yeah. uh, are they singing. Mm. This is very rare. So I when uh, when I first took a trip to um, France and Spain when I was in high school and I bought I was just getting into Fleetwood Mac at that point and like bought some Fleetwood Mac CDs and brought them home and I'm like oh mom I, I you know when we were in uh, Spain in this music store like I got some some Fleetwood Mac CDs my mom's like they're singing in Spanish. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, How would that? she really thought it would be literally to translate them for the market. All yeah. singing in languages that they do not like, actually speak. Stuff. I was like, that's not what they do. It's, and sometimes that does happen. That, that yeah. actually, well, but it's very rare. Yeah. Back in the day, uh, I'm, I'm saying like Motown, Motown era, yeah. They would record the songs in, well, English being the big hit, and then like a localized, like a German version or Italian yeah. version. Huh. Um, the Beatles, right? Famously, yeah. see Liebig, Beatles, right? Yep, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, in, in German. And of course, you know, they get a lot of heat for, you know, their pronunciation, whatever. <laughs> they realize that like the fans in other places want to see them perform in English, and they right. all sing to the English songs anyway. Yeah. So this kind of localized market is more it of wasn't, a days It wasn't of necessary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, not right. necessary yeah. anymore. Yeah. All, All right. right, let's start uh, easy and we'll go hard. Here we go. Who is singing and what language uh, is this being sung in? Okay. All right. All right. Answers up. Colin, you said... ABBA, German. Dana, ABBA, German. And then Chris says, ABBA, Swedish. <laughs> it is German. Okay. It's actually German. Yeah. They actually recorded Waterloo in a lot of languages. Really? Oh, and they were, ABBA, you know, to their credit, actually performed all of them pretty well. Here we go. The next one. Name the artist. Name the language. You probably know the song. <laughs> wow, I had no idea. I had no idea. Okay. Language is actually really hard. Like, I, the pronunciation yeah. is kind of weird. It was, was weird. It was kind of weird. All right. Colin, you said... Diana Ross. And in... Francais. French. Is uh, it The Supremes in Spanish? Is it Diana Ross in Spanish? It is The Supremes in Italian. Ah. Uh, uh, it's like, Chinese. It's, it's, I mean, we it's all circled very... around the Romance language. Yeah. Yeah. Tutti. Tutti. The tutti. Yeah. All right. Here we go. More recent hit. All right, answers up round the table. Colin, your guesses. Who's the singer? I put Miley Cyrus in Japanese. I put Gwen Stefani in Japanese. Mm. I put a bunch of question marks in Japanese. Well, it is in Japanese. Yeah. That was Charlie X. Oh, that's right. I was like, who is that? I knew yeah. it was, was Miley. It? Charlie, Charlie X. I thought it was too she cool. She had a lot Charlie of kids. X-E-X? X-E-X. 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 How do you spell that? 
Uh, the X, letter X. Oh, X. The letter C. C. The letter X. Yeah. Joke, you're a great straight man. Really yeah, you're too good of a straight man. Yeah. Because oh. We thought you were doing a bit. Oh, okay. yeah. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. Like, oh, I got dead X? jokes. X oh. got me. X, yeah. yeah, no, I thought he was doing a bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So here we go. Now we're moving into singers not singing their own songs. Okay. 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 Ramping and, it up. And uh, hopefully you can tell by their voice. Here we go. The, the end with you know the runs. You can imagine her kicking her leg going. You know, <laughs> like, runs. All right, uh, answers up. Colin. Uh, I've got Chinese and I've got the greatest singer in the world, Celine Dion. <laughs> Celine Dion Chinese. Oh, I put Mariah Carey in Chinese. It is Celine Dion wow. singing Mandarin Chinese huh. at the New Year's Eve uh, celebration in China. I mm. bet that was so popular. It a, a spectacle. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of synchronized dancers, um, wow. ribbons. I believe and it. She is singing a very, very traditional, old timey Chinese kind of, not really a lullaby, like mm. a standard. Yeah, but she is. You a know, like opera singers have to sing in all yeah. sorts of languages all the That's time. That's true. Yeah. All right. And uh, one more bonus. This okay. is not a singer, but this person does sing. Okay. You can name this celebrity. Not uh, a okay. singer, but they do sing. Uh, okay, mostly right. known for acting. Bruce I a, Willis. I, I, singing, yeah, I have a couple guesses. <laughs> singing in Chinese. Mandarin, right. Also Mandarin Chinese. Fun. Here we okay. go. Okay. All right. <laughs> I started to write David Hasselhoff, but then I'm like, <laughs> but then I'm like, oh no, that's someone who can actually sing. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, that's true. He has released oh, albums oh. before. I have a guess. No, sorry, right. I have a guess. Okay, I have well, a guess. Let's, let's oh. wait. Chris is gonna go first. You're gonna I said to... Hugh Jackman. Yeah. That's what I said. That's what Hugh I put too. Yes, I, I it is. It Mr. In. Wolverine himself. Yeah. 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 Right. He's uh, a good singer. It's yeah. funny because he's singing in Chinese, and I can hear the accent, but I also hear like an Australian accent, hmm. oddly <laughs> enough, too. It's very strange. Uh, but good job, you guys. Oh, oh wow. I, I am continually impressed when you put these together. Yeah, it's 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 hard to. I believe to find it. Them. I believe I really it. To... No, that's good. That's good. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everybody, shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? 
Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. You're listening to... Good job, brain. Smooth puzzles. Smart trivia. Good job, brain. You got a lot of pieces of paper, Dana. I'm, gonna, I'm trying a thing out with you guys. I'm Are we gonna, your guinea pigs? You're, you're my guinea pigs. You're always my guinea pigs. And my muses. My <laughs> trivia muses. Imagine like yeah. guinea pigs and togas and Greek yeah. flowy clothes. So I, I'm going to try a multiple choice quiz with you guys because I got super into HQ trivia ah. for a little bit. The answers are interesting or they funny. Write, so, they write really good, bad answers. Yeah. They're, <laughs> wrong answers. They're sorry, great at answers. writing questions. They're really, really good questions. You ready? Question number one. What's Kim Kardashian West's emoji set called? Are they Kardashians, Kimicons, or Kimojis? <laughs> Ooh. Answer is C, Kimojis. Everybody yeah. got it okay. right. If yeah. it wasn't Kimojis, I was going to call foul. Like, yeah. that's too so they I'm going to go register. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Change your name to Kim. Question number two. What kind of dino poop gets examined in the famous Jurassic Park poop scene? Ah. Oh. Is it A, Tyrannosaur, B, Triceratops, or C, Velociraptor? What kind of poop? Do they look at Tyrannosaur, Triceratops, or Velociraptor? In the original first. Yes, in the first movie. There's all those gifts of Jeff Goldblum standing next to a huge pile of poop. What kind of poop is <laughs> Ready? Everybody. Oh. No. No, no, no. So the answer is uh, B, Triceratops. Yay! It was a sick herbivore. A uh, pregnant Triceratops. Oh, I, yeah. I, I believe. Oh, oh, and she's not sick. She's, she's pregnant. A... <laughs> wow. I think it'd be rough to stick your arm into like a carnivore's poop. <laughs> uh, question number three. Which of these is a true statement about the Venus de Milo? A, she has no arms. B, she's standing on a seashell. Or C, she's wearing a seashell bra. <laughs> the Venus de Milo. Is she on? She doesn't have arms. She's on a seashell, or she has a seashell bra. Nice. It's funny because bra in French is arm. Oh. Oh. So she has a seashell arm. (laughs) D is the option. Yep, everybody said A, no arms. No arms is correct. That's the statue at the Louvre. Yes. And if you were thought, oh, she's standing on the seashell, you might be thinking of Botticelli's um, Birth of Venus. Birth of Venus. Venus. If if you thought it was a seashell bra, you're thinking of the little (laughs) 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 mermaid. 
That is correct. All right. Number four. Which of these Sesame Street characters was played by a real bird? Is it A, Linda, B, Bernice, or C, Dorothy? What? Which of these was a bird, a real bird on Sesame Street? Not a Muppet. Not a person in a bird outfit. An actual bird. Linda, Bernice, or Dorothy? All right. People with little kids maybe know. I have I have a child. Uh, <laughs> do you know for sure? I think I believe I do. Yes. All right. What did you say? I said Bernice just because I was going for the alliteration. Me too. <laughs> also said Bernice. It is Bernice. Bernice that, the bird. Well, that was well, process of elimination for me because I know Linda is a human and Dorothy is the goldfish. Yes. Oh. So oh, Dorothy wait, who's the Dor- almost. Oh, right. Like, she's played by actual fish. Uh, (laughs) But Bernice is Bert's pigeon. Oh, Oh, that's cute. He taught her how to play checkers. That's so cute. All right. Bert and Bernice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, In The Three Musketeers, who does not start the book as a musketeer? Is it D'Artagnan, Aramis, or Porthos? A, B, or C. D'Artagnan... Aramis or Porthos? 100%. Watch, I'm going to get it wrong. Okay, what are your answers? Did everybody say A, D'Artagnan? Mm. If you did, you are correct. Yay! It is A, D'Artagnan. Thank you, Chris O'Donnell. The, the, the Winston Zedmore of the, yeah. of the Musketeers. That's a good analogy. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, at the beginning of the book, he wants to be a part of the Musketeers. He, he doesn't make the cut. He goes to a bar. He meets the three Musketeers. <laughs> 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 Athos, Porthos, and Aramis. And eventually like, he becomes a... Spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Which of these was known as the Widow? The Catherine Wheel, the Iron Maiden, or the Guillotine? Ooh. The Widow. They are Ooh. all execution devices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as a mm-hmm. little hint. The Catherine Wheel, the Iron Maiden, or the Guillotine? I don't even know what a Catherine Wheel is. It's bad. Yeah, none of these are nice things. To it's not a good way to go. You know. I mean, all things considered, if I had to go, I would choose the guillotine. All right. Ooh. A guillotine, a Catherine wheel, and a Catherine wheel. It's a guillotine. Oh. The guillotine. The guy who invented the guillotine was like Dr. Guillotin. Yeah. Right? Yes. He didn't eat, like he didn't want it named no. after No, him, the family right? was horrified. Right. That, yeah. There were yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of names for the guillotine. Yeah. And they some of the, those names were the National Razor, um, <laughs> the Regretful Climb, and the Patriotic Shortener. <laughs> they cut your head off and make you a little shorter yep. for the... For the cause. In the northern hemisphere, which of these days has the longest or the largest amount of sunlight? Is it June first, July first, or August first? Ooh, okay. In the northern hemisphere, largest amount of sunlight. Like the longest day. Okay. What and then June first, July first. First or August first. So now we're in the HQ trivia territory where you have to know a couple pieces of information yeah. and synthesize them. Uh, Colin says July, Karen says June, Chris says July. It's July. Ah! Because the solstice is at uh, June 21st, or the days get longer leading up to it, and then they get shorter on the other side, but it's symmetrical. So July 1st is closer to June 21st than Mm -hmm. June 1st would be. Yeah. Which Mario character would be of the most interest to a mycologist? Is it Luigi? Yoshi or Toad? 
Everybody said sea toad. That's correct. A mycologist studies mushrooms. Toad is a mushroom person. Luigi's mushroom. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm sure the mycologist would be very interested. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How does your brain yeah. function? <laughs> and yeah. I, I if have... I took your hat yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Well, I have the right people at the table. Did, didn't I just read that didn't they settle in canon recently once and for all that... His head is a mushroom. It's not a mushroom hat. Right. Yeah. Okay. But like they that... wear hats. Okay. Yeah. So if he took off his hat, I'm imagining he has like a mushroom print hat, takes it off, and it's a mushroom underneath. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. It's like a shower yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wait. What do you mean that was finally settled? Like what? people were really confused. Somebody from Nintendo finally said, "No, no, no. That's that's, that's his, his head. head. <laughs> yeah. He can't." He can't take that off (laughs) I didn't include princess because princess peach because she's the princess of the mushroom kingdom so it wasn't 100% that she's not a mushroom Mm -hmm. she might be a part mushroom I think she is actually because her dad kind of looks like a mushroom right yeah is that right well her dad is let's (laughs) really get it she's mushroom on her father's side her dad is that like (laughs) you know there's no real canon definition of what yeah it's a whole thing (laughs) that's interesting the John Leguizamo movie the dad was like an actual like fungus growth Right, right, class. right. That so is maybe. as far from Mario. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Last question: In the NATO alphabet, which letter is associated with an American dance? Oh, a dance that originated in America. Is it W, T, or F? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody said F for Foxtrot. T is it's a dance, it's a tango, tango. but it's Argentinian. And W is whiskey, which not an official dance. That's good. I like the uh, the uh, distractor with the tango in there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Good job, you guys. All right. That's good. good. I, too, have prepared a music quiz for this this wonderful all quiz episode. There is a theme All right. to these okay. songs. You have to guess the theme after the first one because once you hear the second one, the theme will be so obvious <laughs> that it doesn't even really qualify as a question anymore. What, really? Okay. <laughs> only, so you have one shot. Oh, man. All right. To guess the theme. Your one shot. I like right. it. You've got to get it in one or you don't get it at all. I like it. Okay. All, all right. right. So here, assuming it's going to play. <laughs> There's no pattern established at nope. all. Nope. Nope. Okay. No. You get it in one or you get it in none. That's okay. it. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, here is clip number one. Tell me the artist and tell me the theme of this round. Why does that sound familiar? Uh, Who knows? Gee, I don't know, Karen. Why does it sound so familiar? You, uh, at this point, I'm going to give you another five seconds or so to lock in those answers. I'm looking for the name of the artist singing that song and also the theme of this music round. This is your one shot to get the theme. Everybody has now had time to lock in your answers. Let's see what we got. Karen says Britney, as in Britney Spears, and uh, you've written down commercial for the theme. Uh, Colin, what did you write? I wrote uh, Britney and commercial celebrity endorsements. Uh Uh-huh. And yes, and uh, Dana wrote down Britney Spears commercial songs. Yes, yes, wow. indeed. I can't even tell you what well, that song is. Well, here's the thing. I, well, actually, I, I you know, this, this is going to be even more specific than simply commercial songs. So if anybody wants to try oh. The, oh. the more specific theme, Ooh. more, oh, oh, more okay. specific okay. than simply commercials. Okay. 
extra point if you can absolutely nail it, even more specific than simply add jingles or add songs. Uh, Karen says soft drinks. Colin says Pepsi Cola. Uh, Dana says Dana says Coke jingles. So yes, these are four soft drinks. All right, yeah, soft it. beer singing a song and then including the ba 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 Pepsi. Jingles. The joy of cola. Yes, yes, indeed. So these are all okay. TV commercials. <laughs> oh for man, most of it's Pepsi okay. or Coke. Most of it's <laughs> Pepsi or Coke. Diet Pepsi, Diet Coke. They may all be Pepsi and Coke, actually. Just only because, like, only because, like, yeah, those are just, such big brands. But this just is one all, Fanta ad snuck all in there. All of this is well. There was Britney, but a lot of this is like just during that 1980s yeah. rock and yeah. roll uh, cola wars. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> okay, here is question number two. There is going to be a chance for a bonus point because you can tell me a. The musical talent that is singing this this song, the, yeah. the performing artist, and also B, uh, the name of the then child actor who danced along with said musical talent huh. in the commercial. Okay. Like this child became an actor, or is it? No, child he was at actor. that point. He oh, was okay, a okay, child okay, actor. Okay. He's he's an adult now, mm. but at the time he was definitely a child actor, mm. dancer, a dancer, well known mm. as a dancer at that point, oh. and uh, danced alongside. Oh right, the person. Oh singing yeah, this. who was this? Oh, oh who is it? Was... Who is it? Who no, is I it? mean I. Oh god, no, this was a big deal. Who was this? It was. Yep, known for dancing oh, at the my time. God, yeah, this now is good. known for acting. But was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. So. Oh, man. You know, more recently. All right. All right. So, anyway. Uh, um, uh, Michael Jackson and uh, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Okay. Oh, I, I originally Jackson, wrote, Corey. I originally wrote Emmanuel about, yeah, Lewis. That's yeah. generation but and he the is, child actors yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, everybody has gotten it right with Michael Jackson. <sighs> Who is, who's the kid? Michael Jackson. Who was who was joined by a young uh, dancer starting to make his name at that time? What was in this commercial with him, Alfonso yeah. Ribeiro oh, yes. Jr. Yes, Carlton. TV's wow. Carlton. Yes, was in this. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny that he's known for being bad a bad dancer. dancer. Yeah, like, doing the Carlton. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, Karen. That's very true. All right, we're gonna you know change it up uh, again a little bit. I'm gonna play you this next one. This has two individual musical artists in it, both known for their solo careers, but performing a duet here okay. uh, in this in this commercial. Tell me who the two singers are. There's a male singer, there's a female singer. Okay. Um, and now you, you get one point for each. Not for the way it goes down Oh my god. I want to hear it again because it's such a banger. Oh my god. Not for the way it goes down through your Not for the way it puts a smile on your face. Not for the way it went to the big first. Not for the way it won't show on you. Just for the reason. Just for the reason. 
to be <laughs> if this is not the only time they have ever performed it together. It's. I think it is, and it it's just. Should it's, it should be the last. It should be the last. They should never do it again. But like, just it, yeah, it's really, it's really something when you consider how distinct. Yes, don't go together. They just don't. They're like, they we need don't. to merge this demographic with this demographic. Like, uh, yeah, that was. Pre- <laughs> you are precisely right. So, uh, Karen says Paula Abdul and Tom Jones, uh, oh. and uh, Elton John and Paula Abdul is what Colin yeah. and Dana both say. Yes, Colin and Dana, you get two points each. Is Elton John, Sir Elton John, <laughs> and Dame Paula Abdul. <laughs> So this next uh, this next uh, you know Coca Cola commercial um, it is a, it is a group it is a performance uh, group if you give me the name of the group okay. that is singing this song it is not an individual it is a it is a group okay okay here we go I like to teach the world to sing sing with me. Okay, so I'm going to tell you guys this. This group was formed explicitly to sing this song in this commercial. So this is a you know it or you don't, but you can see... This is a trivia question. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is very much a do you know this piece of obscure knowledge. What's so, that? Karen says the world choir. Colin I, says... I, I just put up with people to have an answer, but I know that's that not be, it. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's not it. And what did you put? The band? Oh, the band. Mm. They're like a... No. It's no? So that, no. There is a band called The Band. Yeah. But yeah so this not... song, So this song, by the way, it started as this Coke commercial, like the most famous commercial ever, right? Um, of, of a group of, of teens, young people uh, standing on a hill singing this song about Coke. Um, it became such a hit that they, that they actually turned it into a non-coke related song yeah um and then and and uh but this original one was performed the group that they formed was called the hillside singers yes oh, I knew. it was like the so something it's, singers it's what yeah. they are it's yeah they are who right. they are right. there's right. people standing on the hill literally yeah. standing on a hill singing this song that's mm. what it is the hillside singers okay just two more for you guys um okay. here is another one please name the uh recording artist I didn't know there's some. I didn't Incredible even know there were Diet energy. Coke just, songs. Yeah. Oh yeah, just for the taste of it. Yeah, like aerobics commercial. And then you had to fit their format. It was yeah. always the just for the yeah. Everybody says Whitney, Whitney Houston. Everybody is correct. Okay, this is it. It's the last one. Here we go. This could really change. Well, this uh, at this point, uh, basically, uh, uh, Colin, you've got eight. Dana, you've got eight, and Karen, you have got seven. All right. Okay. All right. So somebody could pull ahead. Karen could tie it up. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. For this one, you're going to tell me the name of the group. It's a performing group again. And then tell me the specific Coca-Cola product All right. that, they are, that they are selling. Group and product. Group and product. So a potential two points. Oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. I'm gonna play. It, I'll, I'll play it again for you guys as you guys Locked are writing some in. stuff down. Dana's got it locked down. Right, here group, we go. yes. I'm gonna, yeah. it, it is a group. I'm gonna play it again. Yeah, go. Is it? Come on, check it out now. 
Colin gets it. So. I, or Colin thinks he Colin got it. Colin's been it. embarrassed before. Colin thinks that he <laughs> got yeah, it. See? Colin thinks that he understands something about this. Yeah. 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 So. I see what, I see what you're getting at. I okay. don't know. Uh, what, oh. what does Dana have to say? You know what? I could tell you, or I could just let the group tell you themselves. <laughs> Hi, we're New Edition. And we're here to introduce the great new taste of Coca-Cola. The taste of today. Oh, oh, so yes indeed the product was new coke new coke <laughs> the reformulated coca-cola of the mid-80s that was a huge everybody failure hated. everybody hated and the product was or the band rather was new edition <laughs> yeah. new edition that early 80s wow. uh, group which included bobby brown as and Bell, Biv, and DeVoe. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yep. I don't remember New that edition, one. New yeah. Coke. So yeah, Colin put it together. Dana put it together. Uh, and that means that Colin and Dana are, are actually both tied with 10 points each. So congratulations. You got Bobby and in one quiz. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yes. So uh, good job overall, everybody. Yay. Fun fun round. That's good. good. Yeah. I, I had forgotten that... Michael Jackson actually rewrote the lyrics to oh, his own to, song yeah, that yeah. to Billie Jean. Like that's that's like the second level of endorsement is we're not yeah. just writing you a check to sing as we're taking your. I, yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah. So there's a lot of different uh, co- like Coke commercials that I went through, and it's like there's clearly tears. There's like. Uh, rewrite your own song and make Billie Jean into a Pepsi song. I mean, that's got to be a bunch of money. Then the tear down is like, sing our dumb jingle about Diet Coke. And then a tear down from that is, you're not singing about the product at all. Oh, like, there's a George Michael, I think, commercial that's either Coke or Pepsi, and there's another Whitney Houston one where they're in the commercials, and they're just they're just singing their own song mm. while Coke or Pepsi-related activities oh going on around them. Yeah. Hey, Matt, did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope, never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. All right, I got a quiz for you. I have an international pie quiz. Oh. Some questions about uh, pies from around the world. Whoa. Uh, interesting right. facts. Use your buzzers. We're going to buzz in our answers. Here we go. Invented in the Philippines and inspired by American apple pie, the buco pie swaps what ingredient instead of apples because they're not native to the Philippines. Huh. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so writing. <laughs> been writing so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Colin. Uh, pineapple. Incorrect. Uh, purple yams. Incorrect. Jackfruit. Incorrect. Uh. It is young coconut. Oh, okay. young coconut. That with sounds the flesh. delicious. It that sounds really sounds good. Sounds and looks delicious. Have mm. you tried but those it? Those are all very good. No, but you can buy them. You know, at, at many Filipino or Asian 
supermarkets or grocery stores. Uh, fun fact. So the inventor, the creator of this pie, she used to work as a maid in America and then decided to go back home to Philippines and want to open her bake shop. And she learned at her time in America to make apple pies. And she's like, well, apples aren't yeah. native yeah. to where we are. So her sister suggested using the flesh of a young coconut that ha- kind of has a similar yeah. kind of ah, consistency. That's uh, really cool. Yeah. And buko pie. Buko pie. Mm, I have not pie. heard of that. How do you spell that? B-U-K-O. All right. Mm. All right. Maine's official state dessert is blueberry pie. Okay. They're famous for their wild blueberries. Uh-huh. But what kind of pie is Maine's official state treat? <laughs> what kind of pie? Oh, they have a uh, treat that is not blueberry pie. Treat. Colin. Uh, cream pie. It is whoopie pie. Oh, oh, oh yeah, not yeah, really yeah. a pie. A state state treat. Right, right, right. Whoopie pie. And that's marshmallow fluff, or what is that it? That is it's... the most basic and generic description. Is two pieces of chocolate cakes mm. sandwiched with a white frosting oh. yeah so it could be a cream frosting oh. it could be marshmallow okay. fluff okay okay uh, i saw them at soul food places a lot yeah this is hard flipper pie from eastern canada like in nova scotia and mm. newfoundland uh-huh. newfoundland is literally made of flippers of what animal uh oh chris Seals? It is seals. The okay. harp what? seals. Really? Yes, yes. I mean, a wow. lot of cultures up there. Yeah, it's you know, sealing. Yeah. That used to be a byproduct. Mm. Or you know, they are the flippers, and they would. I, yeah, yeah, I guess you're it. right. The seal skins. Yeah. I read somewhere that they actually have like fake versions of it in the grocery store, mock like the flipper. frozen oh. mock, yeah, mock <laughs> turtle, yeah, yeah, yeah. mock flipper pie, faux per. mock seal. <laughs> well, like you know, mock shark fin soup and things. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah, imitation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, true. The tarte tatin is a French equivalent of an apple pie. But unlike most tarts and pies, it is baked in what unusual way? Huh. Colin. Mm, by the sun. <laughs> no. Chris. Upside down. Upside down. Oh. You cook the apples first, then you put the pastry and then you flip it over when it's done. Oh, okay, right. Yep, yep. yep. It's part of the upside down cake family. Yes, <laughs> the upside down foods. <laughs> yes, the, it's a rich okay. taxonomy. Derby pie is a chocolate and nut pie uh, commonly made with what other ingredient that's referenced in its name? Derby pie. Dana. Horses? <laughs> <laughs> You're so shocked. <laughs> it's like at the seal question. Incorrect. Horses? Oh, God. <laughs> it could be anything. It's really. I, if we've gone to seal flippers, yeah, really. Yeah, Chris. Hats? It's like you make it in a hat. Yeah, no, it's yeah a, maybe. It's a uh, surrealist so pie. Okay, not horses, not hats. <laughs> the answer is the the ingredient Kentucky? is Kentucky bourbon. Oh, oh okay. Okay. okay, okay. Fun 
Wow, not fun. It's more like, like, whoa, these people are pretty aggressive fact. Um, <laughs> so the derby pie, uh, we don't really know the exact recipe because it's made secret. But I mean, they're, they're kind of copycats. Or not copycats, but like, <laughs> like references to it. People. Um, <laughs> derby pie was created in a restaurant in Kentucky in the 1950s. And that family not only trademarked the pie's name and recipe, but has been aggressively going after cookbooks, um, and whatnot, uh, mm. trying to defend the trademark, mm. you know, from the 1950s well into now. Okay. They'll go after internet sites and, you know, yeah. any any people That's who are tough, like a derby yeah, pie. Yeah. Um, so don't call so, it a derby pie, yeah, So right. yeah, other people try to get around it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like Kentucky pie with chocolate and right. nuts. Sure. Yeah. Um, Pegasus pie because oh, that's their that's good. The, the derby animal. Mm-hmm. It makes you um, fly. Yep. Last question. Uh, originated from Dutch settlers, the milk tart is, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but it sounds like milk tart. Sure. Is uh-huh. a pie crust filled with creamy milk custard with a bit of cinnamon and became a traditional and national favorite of what country? Oh. Originated from Dutch settlers. Dutch settlers. Okay. Matt, they settled Dutch. a lot. They settled a lot. They sure did. They sure did. Became. Oh. oh, Dana. Indonesia? No. South Africa. South Africa. Ah. Traditional uh, dessert now in South Africa. Huh. The milk tart. That sounds good. It actually looks looks. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. uh, and, 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 she got real serious yeah. there. I want to end my quiz with this. There is a pie found from uh, Cornwall in, in the UK. It is a pie full of fish, potatoes, and eggs in a pastry. Mm-hmm. But they have to have the whole fish head, multiple fish heads, poking out of the pie looking up. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen it's that on the crazy. I've seen that on the internet. It looks it looks like something somebody has come up with as like a joke for a far side cartoon. These beautiful pies with just fish heads poking out looking at the sky. It's called the stargazy pie. Cuz <laughs> the fish are looking up at oh. the stars. <laughs> Wow. Well, you know, it's like the saying goes, uh, keep your feet planted in the pie, keep reaching for the stars. <laughs> And we're back into present day. We all sounded so young and hopeful. Mm. A different type of energy I I hear in my voice. (laughs) (laughs) Pre-COVID, pre-baby. Colin, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Oh, sure, Uh, sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, so... This may be broadly, and I'm actually, but these questions were true at the time that I asked them. So I have uh, some some updates, let's say, not corrections <laughs> as much as updates to my quiz on the NBA hometown logo sponsors. Uh, this was a new feature then going way back in 2018 of the NBA teams, uh, basketball, professional basketball here, wearing uh, corporate logo sponsors on their jerseys. And the quiz was, of course, if you could match the hometown sponsor of a variety of NBA teams. Teams. Out of the six, four are no longer accurate answers. So let's update <laughs> you here. Uh, two of them are the same. The Orlando Magic, still proudly sponsored by Disney, Walt Disney World, of course, right there in Orlando, Disney Disney logo on their jerseys. The Cleveland Cavaliers still uh, continually since then have been sponsored by Goodyear. Uh, the ones that have mm-hmm. changed, the Sacramento Kings no longer sponsored on their jersey by Blue Diamond Almonds. They are now sponsored by Dot. Pad, which is a corporate kind of business digital communications messaging. Um, oh, okay. uh, they are they're at least California based. They're based in San Ramon, but 
Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, sadly, no longer sponsored by Zatarans. Oh, that was uh, so perfect. It's it that was really my favorite one. It just seems like just such a natural fit. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, their their current uh, jersey logo sponsor is Ibotta. You guys know that site? I B O T T A. No, it's like deals or or cashback. Uh, the Boston Celtics, no longer sponsored by GE General Electric. They are currently sponsored by uh, Vista Print, a service that oh. I've used in the past. Yeah, you know the. The print-on-demand service. Uh, And then the Milwaukee Bucks, no longer sponsored by hometown Harley-Davidson Motorcycles, sponsored by the Motorola Corporation, um, which has, you know, one of the all-time great, great logos, of course, that Batwing M, the Motorola M. So here's what's funny to me, anyway. Uh, Motorola not only sponsors uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, they also sponsor the Indiana Pacers, so they've got their logo on two teams. And for a and prior to this season, they also sponsored the Brooklyn Nets. Like Whoa. somebody in the Motorola, wow. you know, marketing department is like, we're just getting great return on this investment. We're going for basically 10% of the teams in the league here. But yeah, Snag right now. Up. And they are they are based in Chicago. So neither Milwaukee nor uh Indianapolis is their hometown. But so yeah, kind of the underpinning of that quiz has really fallen apart in the uh four years since <laughs> <laughs> Well, my quiz is rock solid. Nothing, nothing changed about vintage uh, soda commercials. The Elton John, Paula Abdul thing is still just like hot mess. Yeah, and then mine HQ trivia. Wow. Oh yeah. We outlasted HQ trivia. We were there before. (laughs) We lasted longer. Now it's Wordle. Yeah. And what's next? In five years, we'll be like Wordle. You remember that? That Everybody used to. We used to. Everybody used to wake up in the morning and do the Wordle. Oh my god. <laughs> and then for my quiz, now listening back for the pie quiz, like, man, that was really, really hard. And I, I think <laughs> because maybe I wasn't, I didn't write the questions well enough. I just had like my pie blinders on. I was like, I know so much about pies, but like yeah. regular <laughs> people are not that, yeah, that pie fluent. You're um, so deep in the pie. We don't actually know what other people know about pies. It's possible. There's like thousands of people in their car like, oh my God, the pie quiz. I've been waiting my whole life for the pie quiz. This was, <laughs> It was perfect. Yeah. You're really doing a lot yeah. for the pie community, Karen. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yes. Always, always a supporter. Always an ally mm-hmm. to pies. I think I would have to say that I think where we really had egg on our faces that episode was when we uh, predicted that there would never be a, a massive global pandemic. Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, was a big oops there. Yeah. Wait, did we say we that? No, no, no. no. Oh, no. Oh. Can I tell you, so many of the questions I got on the quiz, I was like, I knew that. What? <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Were there? Oh, there was uh, Casey Ross right, Doris Day. Like, I re-listened to it. I'm like, Doris Day. Say it myself, <laughs> Doris Day. I didn't know it. So, I mean, it must have stuck with me. Yeah, I, I cannot believe I do Hurricane Andrew from 1992, the most cost. I'm like, what? Where did that come from? Like, I, would, I wouldn't bet even a penny of my own money Literally, today that I would know Hurricane that. Hurricane Andrew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you, everybody here and everybody listening for this lovely time travel from the vault 
special episode. It is our season finale, so we'll be back later this year for another season. And that's our show. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. And thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about outdated NBA jersey sponsorship, pies, soda commercials, HQ trivia. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on all podcast apps and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. This podcast is part of Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to other shows like The Explorers Podcast, Monster Talk, and Pirate History Podcast. And we'll see you guys later this year. Bye. 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 Spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.